Our pick six is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's pick six on Laser 103.3. So this is pretty cool. Our first listener submitted suggestion for a pick six list. If you ever want to see me rank six somethings, feel free to drop me a line. I'm not that difficult to find. This is from Darla in Grimes, who wondered if I wouldn't mind ranking grunge bands. Absolutely. And how about we keep it Seattle-centric? Sound good? Today I'm giving you my pick six Seattle-based grunge bands. Starting with number six, Melvins, with a nod to Tad, who would likely have been my only honorable mention if there was one. Both bands helped to lay the groundwork that paved the way for the mainstream success several bands enjoyed in the early to mid-1990s. In the case of Melvins, their unique brand of sludge metal was born in 1983, long before hair metal exploded, and right in the midst of new wave teetering on overindulgence and overexposure. They were an answer to that. At number five, Mud Honey. And because the band's founding members were members of proto-grunge band Green River, that band also deserves a mention here. Mark Arm and Steve Turner are arguably the rightful owners of the title Godfathers of Grunge. Sub-pop records became a thing thanks to those gentlemen, who put out some genre-defining music in the late 1980s that never got the credit it deserved, all things considered. Green River and Mud Honey are two of the very first. In at number four, Soundgarden. The first of the grunge bands to achieve any level of mainstream attention and success having signed to a major label, the Chris Cornell-fronted rockers put Seattle on the map and showed their peers on the local music scene what was possible. From there, it eventually became a race for labels to sign any Seattle-area rock band they thought had any potential. But the first ones on the rocket ship were Soundgarden. Coming in at number three, Pearl Jam. Born out of the ashes of Mother Love Bone and its tribute, Temple of the Dog, members and former members of Seattle staples like Green River and Skin Yard came together in 1990 to write and record an album called Ten, which went on to do pretty incredible business and further cement Seattle as the mecca for this punk-inspired, fuzz-faced rock music. Though in the case of Pearl Jam, in the years following the debut album, their music felt more inspired by Neil Young than Dead Kennedys. So give them credit for being the first grunge band to achieve classic rock status some 20 years later because of it. At number two, Nirvana. There really isn't much to say that hasn't already been said about Seattle's most notorious export thanks to the groundbreaking and trailblazing 1991 release Nevermind. Kurt Cobain, for better or for worse, became the de facto face of the movement, the poster boy for D-Gen X, as an answer to the hollow, pop-driven music dominating the charts before Smells Like Teen Spirit had them ditching dresses for ripped jeans and crop tops for flannel. Nirvana not only drove pop culture for from a musical perspective, but also fashion, which is an underrated metric, especially considering the band only lasted as long as its frontman. R.I.P. Kurt. Down to the grunge band I believe to have been Seattle's finest. At number one, Alice in Chains. Selfishly, I ranked them at the top because, well, I like them the best. Their music, more heavy metal inspired than punk, was spearheaded by the dual vocal attack of Jerry Cantrell on the low end of the harmony and the late great Lane Staley on the high end and then some. The notes Staley used to hit were not of this world. The blending of those two voices made a sound nobody will ever be able to duplicate. Not even the best of impersonators. Add to that Cantrell's genius songwriting and guitar chops, Sean Kinney's underappreciated prowess behind the kit, and the mics, Star and Inez holding down the bottom end. They had the most complete albums of any of the Seattle-based bands, and like Pearl Jam, are still active and relevant after all these years. Seattle's finest? Give me Alice in Chains and its offshoot Mad Season any day. That is 
my list. Thank you, Darla from Grimes, for the suggestion. Thoughts on this list? Would you re-rank them somehow? Feedback welcome. That was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.